Welcome back to Mortgage Genomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in Alberta and BC. And if you're from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. This podcast is based on a weekly newsletter that I send out to mainly real estate professionals, accountants, lawyers, and other centers of influence. The newsletter is called The Mortgage Broker Playbook for Real Estate Professionals. And if you want in on the newsletter, simply send me a text or an email and I'll put you on the newsletter list. But if you need a mortgage right now or in the near future, who gives a crap about the newsletter? <laughs> Forget about who cares about the who cares about the rest of this episode. Oh! Contact me immediately if you need a mortgage. Text or email me right now at 604 800 9593 One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right. So yeah, it's uh, great to be podcasting now from, uh, you know, in front of a live studio audience. Um, just joking. There's no studio audience. As you can see, I've, I've uh, found a little toy here, um, a place called zapsplat.com. And you get, um, that's where I found the laughing track. So thanks to zapsplat.com for, uh, you know, maybe putting a smile on your face as you're listening to this. Uh, what the hell, eh? I'm, I'm just playing with the laughing track. So I'll, uh, I'll try not to use it for the rest of the episode, but no guarantees. So. <laughs> okay, let's chat here. Um, before I get into today's topic, uh, the real estate vibe and mortgage vibe in, um, in these parts, which would be Vancouver. Um, yeah, in Vancouver, it is uh, still, it, it's pretty much insane. Um, you know, that being from the perspective standpoint of a mortgage broker myself. Um, yeah, it's a lot of activity, very busy, and a lot of quick decisions that are being made by, uh, by, by customers, by clients out there, quick turnarounds, very, very dynamic type of environment. Um, we're, we're in a time where it's kind of like, oh, I've never seen that before, right? Like it's, that's going on. And it's going on from, you know, I've never seen that in mortgage qualification, uh, in real estate purchase um, situations, you know, when they're placing offers and stuff. So very competitive and very challenging in a very dynamic environment out there. So um, that's the scoop with the real estate um, oh, mortgage interest rates. So our, my last announcement, uh, I told you that uh, one lender went up um, barely, like just marginally. But interestingly enough, no one followed with that trend. And instead, just a, a day or two ago, I believe, um, some lenders started dropping rates. So could we be on the cusp of yet another rate drop? You know, like, I mean, a significant rate drop. I don't know. So I'll be keeping an eye out for that. And um, so far, two lenders have have followed suit there. And um, the decrease in rates... Nothing substantial, but nonetheless, it's a rate drop. So we're talking 0.05% off a five-year fixed. Um, rates starting at around 1.59 and, and even as low as 1.49, maybe even lower with these no-frill promotions that are going on right now. So uh, check in again next week, see where we're at, or um, or give me a call, text me right now, 604-800-9593, and uh, I can check out the market rates for your situation. Um, let's see other things before we get into this, um, watching hockey, the flames, they're my team and they're sucking right now. Just, uh, not happy with their performance at all. Um, and I don't care. I don't care if I'm called a bandwagoner or whatever. I'm a fan. I have every right to make the conclusions I want to make about my team. 
And uh, I hope they step up. You know, there's a the, the, the core leaders of that group step up. I can go on. I don't know why I'm talking about hockey right now, but uh, it's not happy with the Flames. Then there's Vancouver. Three-game winning streak right now. They, they, I think they're wishing that they could play Ottawa for the rest of the season. But um, anyhow, good for you, Vancouver. And uh, I really don't care about the rest of the teams. Who cares? Let's move on. Um, funny thing in our neighborhood, there's... Um, there's this, uh, we have a Facebook group, right? So it's like, you know, for for our little neighborhood somewhere up in, in Lonsdale, North Vancouver. So we have a Facebook group. And then we also have this other um, platform. It's called Nextdoor, I think, Nextdoor Neighbor or something like that. And, and you become a member of it. You get an email. You, the next thing you know, you're receiving email notifications. And it's kind of like, you, it's the same kind of thread um, format that you would see on Facebook. But anyhow, what seems to be there there's like a little dog poo revolution going on in the neighborhood and it is kind of an annoying if you're not a dog owner and you know dogs are pooing on your property and stuff like that but it's also kind of funny so you can feel it there's some tension in the neighborhood like you know it's kind of like block watch that's going on right now except you know people are looking for people walking they're looking at people walking their dogs right and um, especially if that dog walker isn't carrying like a little blue bag, right? The eyes, like extra looks going on. So people are on the lookout, you know, because apparently people are fine. They're, you know, discovering fresh poo on their lawn. And then, uh, yeah, quite a few pissed off people in this neighborhood right now. So, yeah, pick up after your dog. Yeah, end of discussion. Solve the problem. Like, I'm not a dog guy myself, I, but I love dogs. I, I absolutely see the attachment to them. Um, but yeah, pick up after them and, um, and everything will be fine. Okay. So let's, um, let's move on here. Uh, talk about, uh, closing costs. So here's kind of an analogy that I, that I've come up with and it's, um, kind of like imagine running a marathon and you are like 50 strides away from completing the race, right? But suddenly a race official appears out of nowhere and moves the finish line another 500 meters ahead. And this is you as you're running, approaching the finish line. You're like, what the hell is going on here, right? This is what closing cost verification feels like. Okay, so it kind of creeps up on you. And uh, that's what it is. So here you are, the applicant. You have just recently painstakingly satisfied the down payment verification. You've provided all the bank statements, the 90 days or 120 days, whatever it is. And you're all done, and the, you get a call from me or an email. It's like, hey, congrats. Okay, we finally verified your down payment money. Awesome. And then you get this uh, another email follow-up that just comes out of nowhere saying, oh, yeah, by the way, we have to prove that you have uh, enough money for closing costs. That's like you know enough cash to pay for the legal fees, property transfer tax, moving truck, and, and all that other peripheral, all the other peripheral closing costs associated with the purchase of a home. At the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. Like it gets done, but it's definitely worth addressing and making an episode out of and uh, making the buyer, uh, making you aware very early on in the buying process um, just to avoid any unnecessary drama and uh, tension. Uh, as as the closing cycle continues with your mortgage and the, the property. So let's begin and discuss this week's newsletter titled, Don't Forget About the Closing Costs. 
Okay, so firstly, there are three key points regarding closing cost verification. So point number one, the lenders typically calculate the closing cost as 1.5% of the purchase price. And in provinces like BC and Ontario, where property transfer taxes are significant, the request for it during the mortgage process simply reiterates you know, the inevitability of it. So it, in the past, it was kind of a, a cost that was conveniently forgotten about all the way until the closing day. But now it mainly lies with your uh, mortgage provider, right, your broker, banker, to act as the informer messenger. So if it's something that you're not aware of, like you, you should be, you know, so it, it, whoever's doing your mortgage, they should, uh, this should be a heads up kind of point like early on in the process, right? So I, I think uh, a lot of brokers and, and bankers uh, just forget or, or neglect to, uh, to uh, state that in their, in their pre-approval or whatever it is that they do for pre-approvals. So heads up. Point number two, um, as purchase scenarios come in all sizes, you know, lenders often modify or revise their closing cost calculation, Okay, to reflect more realistic figures in relation to their respective regions and underlying taxation obligations. So, for example, BC has property transfer tax and Alberta doesn't. Therefore, the closing cost requirement in BC will be much higher than in Alberta. So, you know, to put that in perspective, uh, in BC, in, in Vancouver, you'll be charged 1% of the first $200,000 and 2% of the balance. So if you have a $700,000 purchase, you know, that that could add up. Yeah, that would be like if I'm doing my math here, right? That's like 10 plus to about $12,000 that would have to come due at the at the lawyer's office when you're closing this deal. So um yeah, that's a significant one. And finally, the final point, it's the when it comes to verifying the closing costs, um, it's not like the down payment. It, it, you don't require the 90-day history of the funds. They basically just want to see that you have the cash in your bank to take care of these costs, right? And um, you could even, provided you have um, some room left in your debt servicing ratios, you could also factor in these costs as credit card debt as well, okay? So not all lenders allow for that, but just a little trick there, right? Like if, if the applicant is a little short, if there's room in the credit card, that we could we could account for that room in the credit card to pay for the closing costs as well. So, okay, so let's now talk about these specific, these particular closing costs um, item by item. So I've narrowed it down and, and there are eight major closing costs to be aware of. Okay, here's number one, property appraisal. So this is typically, you can spec, expect anywhere from 270 and above. Um, and the price could increase if you have a bigger house or, or you're in an area uh, where there's no appraisers nearby. So they, they often charge higher, you know, for obvious reasons, travel and all that stuff. So oftentimes your mortgage broker or your lender may provide a partial or full reimbursement for this cost. Uh, appraisals are typically required for applications that have down payments of 20% or greater. Um, so this would be your conventional uninsured mortgages. Okay. 
And the reason why it's very odd, people are like, huh, I don't get that. If it's 20%, why do they require the appraisal, you know, as opposed to the guy who puts 5% down? Because if you put less than 20% down, you're CMHC insured. That mortgage is insured against default. So lenders are, are good. They're, they're good with it. They just check their internal valuation systems, clock in the postal code, and they're like, yeah, that property exists. We're all good to go and whatever. If something happens, we're insured. Who cares? So that's why... Uh, uh, conventional, 20% or greater, there's no insurance. So lenders, it's a default. They're going to do an appraisal. Um, closing cost item number two, home inspection. So um, this runs, yeah, I think, you know, $300 and upwards. A realtor would know these costs better. I'm not usually involved with, uh, with the home inspection. Uh, banks or lenders, they don't require the home inspection. It's, uh, it, it's, it's not a condition of the mortgage itself. But the lender does factor the cost of one in their overall closing cost estimate. So um, this is simply uh, uh, an item at, you know, at the buyer's discretion if they desire one or not. Closing cost item number three, title insurance. So this can run you anywhere from uh, $400, maybe not four, maybe $300 uh, and higher. And this is typically included in the overall legal fee. Um, that your lawyer will charge you, but sometimes um, lenders charge it and they pass on the cost to the buyer. So more and more lenders are requiring that mortgages close with title insurance, and, and they do that either by charging the passing on the cost to the lender, or it's just included in the legal service of of your lawyer of choice. So just be aware of that. Um, closing cost item number four: mortgage life insurance. This could range anywhere from, you know, depending on your age and whether you smoke and any pre-existing conditions that you may have, may have. Um, you know, I've seen premiums as low as $5 per month for, um, for this life insurance all the way as, you know, a couple, I've seen some as high as like $200 a month. Um, so again, this is something that's not a condition of the mortgage. It is optional and um, not required from the lender. Closing cost item number five, property insurance. And this typically, I think, maybe starts $500, uh, an annual premium and, and higher. So uh, fire insurance is the most common property insurance that is required by the lender. Some lenders may also require earthquake insurance, uh, you know, in the Vancouver area. And those are the the two that, that I'm mainly aware of in and and they are their uh, fire insurance is is mandatory. It's a you know the lawyer will request. It's it's always subject and it's a condition of the mortgage. So prepare for that cost. Closing cost item number six: land transfer taxed taxes. Um, and this is formula based, so it's it, I can't give you a number here. But as I mentioned earlier on, um, I gave you that example of uh, purchasing a seven hundred thousand dollar property in BC. Um, you're gonna pay a good chunk of. Uh, of cash to uh, for that BC property transfer tax. And in BC, this is by far the largest closing cost to be aware of. And it's uh, again, it's 1% of the first $200,000 and 2% of the balance up to a purchase price of 2 million. After 2 million, it, it jacks up to 3%. Okay, so totally have to be aware of that one. Uh, you can go online, there's land transfer tax calculators all over the place, and, and you can uh, get a good idea in your region, your province, where you're from, um, if you're subject to one. Closing cost item number seven, legal costs. Okay, so this is the uh, 
typically around, I, I haven't seen anything less than $800, I believe. And uh, BC, in British Columbia, you're allowed to use uh, either the services of a solicitor slash lawyer or a notary um, to close out a real estate purchase transaction. Generally speaking, you can expect a slightly lower fee with a, a notary than a lawyer, but be aware that doesn't mean notaries are authorized to perform the same tasks as a lawyer. So, you know, if you have a cookie cutter deal and, and nothing complicated, then, you know, I would say, yeah, notary, if you can get a better deal, go for it. But, um, you know, if, if, if your deal requires a little bit of stick handling or it's got some critical elements to it, I, I would team up with a lawyer just in case uh, there may be extra duties and tasks specialized, um, you know, that only lawyers can do that they're authorized to do. So um, be aware of that when you make your decision. It's not always, you know, where's the best deal. Sometimes, you, you know, you have to pick the best resource. So and finally, closing cost item number eight, moving costs. Um, this ranges all over the map. Um, I, I just put maybe $500 and above. So like I said, this varies depending on the scope of your move. You either call your pals and, and you get everything moved in or you rent a U-Haul or, or who knows, you could be relocating from one end of town to the other or one city to another city, coast to coast, whatever. So just be aware of all these costs. And uh, of course, you're aware of it, but understand that the lender um, will be expecting um because they, they factored all this stuff in. So they're going to expect to see that you've got cash to close, okay? And and they're going to want to see that in your bank account. And if if you, um, uh, you know, if you don't agree with their figure, then just be prepared to provide an explanation and some receipts, you know? Like, for example, uh, I'm not doing any moving costs. Uh, we will be handling this all with family and we'll be getting help. Um, and here's my legal fee. It's it's seven hundred and fifty dollars, right? And I'm not subject to the property transfer tax because I'm first time homebuyer, and so on. So there there's a lot of room there to uh, negotiate and 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 get around this. But just be aware of it uh, up front, earlier on in your process, and you will be fine throughout. Okay, that's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you are in Alberta or British Columbia, as I'm licensed to service these specific provinces, and especially if you are from Calgary or Vancouver, as I am very familiar with these markets. Call or text me at 604-800-9593, or you can visit my website at homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning into Mortgage Genomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon. (music) 